Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. We have an extraordinary uh, morning planned for you. You not only get one preacher, but like my wife said, you get three preachers this morning. And whenever we do this a couple times a year, it's always so powerful what God does. So get ready, get ready, get ready. I want you to lean in. I want you to clap, cheer, shout them down as they come up. I'm going to introduce them all, and then they're going to come rapid fire. One, two, three. So the leadoff spot, we have the singer-songwriter himself, Pastor Deshaun. He wrote the song we just sang, and uh, he uh, oversees all of our junior high over all of our campuses here in San Diego and beyond. And uh, he's uh, for sure a son of the house, grew up here at Awaken Church, and just got an extraordinary heart for God. And, um, you know, now just newly engaged, about to get married. Has, a, has an amazing story. So he's in the leadoff spot, and then we have Nicole Goodman in the two-hole. Her and her husband um, have been all about Connect ever since they've been at, at our church. And just recently, through a couple of different miracles, um, were, are, are back here at Bayho campus. They were at another campus directing all of Connect Group over at Eastlake campus. And then God strategically brought them their awesomeness back here to, to Bayho. And what a heart for God. What a woman of faith. You're going to absolutely love her after you hear her, her message. It was so powerful. And so get ready for that. And then we have in the three-hole, the closer. He's a closer. His name's John Soriano. And I always remember he was like one of our first interns, like one of our first internship program uh, graduates. He was the, actually in the very first Pathfinder apprenticeship um, class. Uh, the class of thoroughbreds is what they're called and known for. Um, and now he's uh, an extraordinary father, husband, has built an amazing business and just bought a home as well recently. Um, and so he's in the three hole. But they're going to come rapid fire. So can you give a Bayho welcome to the man in the first hole, Pastor Deshaun? Come on, church. Come on, let's praise God. Let's praise God for a second. Come on. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him praise. Give him praise. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, it is Connect Sunday. So excited to be here. Hey, before we uh, get seated, I first want to take a moment to honor our incredible pastors, Pastor John and Becky. Who loves Pastor John and Becky? Uh, one thing, the responsibility of a leader is to always expand and always grow. And so I'm just thankful for our pastors that they never settle for what's easy. They never settle for where they've been before, but you guys are always leading us, being an example. You, you know, loved me as an 11-year-old and saw the God vision on me. So thank you so much for being who you are. And one more time, let's honor our pastors. Um, you guys can be seated. Pastor John told me if I give enough to Vision Builders, I might be as ripped as he is one day. So 
that is my seed this year. I'll be believing in faith. God gave me a fiance last year. This year I'll be as shredded as Pastor John, you know? Um, so I'm so honored to be being able to speak and preach today on Connect Sunday. And if you didn't know, church, if you didn't know, I'm about to let you in on a secret. Everybody lean in. Lean in. You are royalty. If you didn't know. Wow, yeah, you can look at yourself back. Wow, I'm royalty. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm not talking about Queen Elizabeth, you know. She's cool. But you actually have the blood. You have the DNA of heaven inside of you. Did you know that there's no devil in hell that could take you down because you were made in the likeness and image of God? And when we truly understand who we are, then we truly understand what it is that God has called us to. Um, the message in the, or, or the title of my message, excuse me, today is the royalty in me. Royalty in me. See, God actually shows us this in scripture. Let's pull up our first scripture in, in 1 Peter. I love this Bible verse. It says, but you are not like that. Everybody say, I'm not like that. You are a chosen people. Come on, despite your past, if you're like me, you've made plenty of mistakes. It says you are a royal, you are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you now get to show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Come on, can we praise God for that? And we'll pull up the next scripture in Galatians, Galatians 4, 6. I love this Bible verse. It says, God sent him, and him being Jesus, to buy freedom for us that we who were slaves to the law, now we could be adopted as his very own children. How powerful is that you are adopted? Everyone say, I'm adopted. See, when you become a son or a daughter of God, you're no longer a slave like you used to be but you are actually royalty in the kingdom, meaning that you have all access to heaven the same way that Jesus has access and the same way that Jesus has authority, you have authority and power in the kingdom of God. What does this mean? That whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. You don't have to be a victim. See, I grew up, you know, uh, in a very crazy environment. I grew up with a very loving and supportive mother, um, but unfortunately my father was in jail, four generations of men in jail. And none of them really took responsibility. You know, there was moments of encounter. And so because of that, I was born to a level of really intense dysfunction. And um, we grew up with no money in the house, no food in the home. Um, and I wouldn't see my, my mother for uh, weeks on end because I would be at school and then she would be working, you know, double, triple overtime, trying to provide for us three boys and a single mother. And... And it really was crazy. I, there was times where I was homeless on the street. I slept on the street multiple times. And um, I'm so thankful for, for our God because something in me knew that there had to be more. That, there, that God had not designed me to just survive, but I was actually designed by God to thrive. That there's a purpose and a plan and assignment on my life. And I'm going to tell you, no devil in hell could stop that. He couldn't stop it then and he won't be able to stop it now. But can I tell you, God has the same exact plan and purpose for you. No matter what you face, God has an assignment on your life that as you are obedient to him will be unlocked through really relationships and connect. So that's why I'm so excited to talk about connect. See, it was through the house of God that God actually put on flesh and began to love, love me back to health. That he began to show me, hey, this is actually what it's like to be a functional, prosperous human being. 
This is what it's like to love other people. This is what it's like to be loved. This is what it it looks like to actually be a friend, to be a son, eventually, you know, to be a husband and, and to really lead a family. See, it was in Connect that my life was transformed. Can I tell you, God doesn't just want to get information to you. He doesn't want you to listen. You go to church, you're like, wow, that was great. I checked off my box, but then you go home and, and you're exactly the same. He actually wants to transform you through impartation. That happens when you get around people who are filled with the Holy Ghost and can impart and actually deposit something to you. See, sometimes what God will do is he will take you from where you've been to prepare you for where you're going. See, that's uncomfortable, right? I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I like where I've been. I like my dysfunction. I like the the comfort of being jacked up. But see, God has too big of a plan for your life to allow you to be jacked up, to allow you to stay in your dysfunction, because on the other side of your fucking, actually someone else's breakthrough. See, when you fight for your health, you're not just fighting for your health, but you're fighting for the health of those who you are called to. See, we see this in the life of Moses. Anyone here love Moses? I love the Prince of Egypt, you know, like, like, you know, very beautiful songs. I feel like anyone, even if you're not saved, you have to love the Prince of Egypt. But I love Moses' mother because she had a vision beyond what was happening in her circumstance. Her circumstance said, hey, all the little Hebrew boys, they're getting killed. But Moses' mom said, hey, not my son. Not my son. God actually has given me this boy with a purpose. And so what she did is she did something powerful. She sent him outside of her own home, and she sent him out to go be with royalty. See, sometimes God will actually need to get you into new environments so that your old mindsets can break off, your old habits can break off, your limiting beliefs can break off, and you can begin to get royalty inside of you. That royalty inside of you is actually going to empower you for the leadership that God has for you. See, Moses learned how to lead. He learned how to be a king. He learned how to shed poverty and dysfunction, and that actually empowered him to be the leader that God had anointed him to be in the future, eventually to be the one to lead Joshua, to lead the, prom, uh, the people of Israel into the promised land. See, whose promised land is on the other side of your uncomfortability today? See, sometimes we just got to get into relationships. We've got to get into connect. You know, if, if uh, my beautiful fiance, if I said, you know what, the idea of spending time with you is great, but... You know, I'm just going to think about it, and, um, you know, it's going to go great. I'll tell you right now, she's not going to be happy with me, probably won't be my fiancé for long. I actually have to get into her presence. I actually have to get into proximity, and it's in that proximity that intimacy can be, uh, can, uh, be cultivated. And so you actually have to get a little bit uncomfortable sometimes. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us a couple really practical tips on how I actually was able to get into Connect and how my life was able to be transformed. Does that sound good to you guys? And I'm saying this not for, to show how great I am, but to show how good God is when you're willing to submit to his processes and his plans. So first thing you got to do is you got to expose yourself to kingdom culture. You know, we hear about it in the superheroes. You know, they have to expose themselves to radioactive, to the sun in order to get power. But it's the same way in the kingdom. See, when you expose yourself to, to kingdom culture, you realize, wow, the way that I've been living is actually not the ultimate calling that God has for me. Wow, there's actually some things that are bigger and better, more than I could ever ask, imagine, or think. But i got to get around people who are already in it to receive it. 
See, growing up, I, when I was 15, I used to, like, walk to church and ride my bike because I was trying to get here. Why? Because the Holy Ghost was here. Because healthy people were here. Because the, the dreams and the visions that, that God had put in my heart could only be unlocked as I stepped into an environment that was already carrying heaven. See, sometimes you have to get outside of your environment and get into heaven's environment in order for you to be transformed. I remember going to uh, my leader's house growing up and and for the first time, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually what a healthy family looks like. I thought that surviving on Pop-Tarts and Arizona tea was going to do it for me. You know, but seeing uh, Pastor Kenny, my connect group leader, seeing the way that he loved his wife and eventually the way that he loved his daughters really showed me, okay, this is something that I could do one day. The second thing is be teachable, Right? Who knows that person who, you know, they'll, they'll beg you for advice and you give it to them and then they go do the opposite thing? And if you don't know that person, you're probably that person. And I'm only saying that because I was that person. I was like, you know what, Pastor, thanks for that advice. That sounds really good on paper. I'm just going to go do this my own way, you know. But when you are eager to grow, you actually maximize your capacity to develop the way that God has called you to do. See, my greatest moments in life have not actually come from really uh, the high things I've achieved, achieved, but actually the correction that came from my pastors. So you can choose to be broken or you can choose to be built by the hard things in your life. See, are you going to allow it to become a testimony or are you going to allow it to break you? But that really only happens when you are eager to be taught. And so the last thing I learned is that more is caught than is taught. See, transformation happens when you break bread. When you get in the room with people like we talked about, my first connect group leader used to bring me, and I was in middle school, okay, so it makes more sense. But he would pick me up from my house, not even tell me, and then he would bring me to his home, and then we'd have lunch. We'd go from the morning service to the night service. Why? Because he saw that there was a call of God on my life, but all I needed was to actually be caught in the presence of God, to actually have an environment that was going to change things and shift things for me. See, God really, 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 you to have discipleship, but in order for you, for you to have discipleship, you need to get in the right place. So my challenge for you, can, can I challenge you guys a little bit? Is that okay? As we wrap up, my challenge for you is this. What is in you that can only be drawn out or unlocked through connection and connect group and community? See, even, even David had Jonathan. What are the things in you that God has put there that the key is really relationships that are going to bring you to life? So I want to encourage you, if you're not in a connect group, please, please get in a connect group. It's going to change your life. I'm going to welcome up our next speaker. So good, Deshaun. So good. Well, good morning, Awaken Bayho. Happy Connect Sunday. I want to take you all through my connect journey here at Awaken Church over the past almost 10 years in about 10 minutes, so we have a lot to cover. But first, I'd love to start by honoring our amazing pastors here in the front row. Beautiful Pastor Becky, Pastor John, Pastor Jenny, you guys are amazing. It is such an honor and privilege being under your leadership. So yes, my name's Nicole Goodman. I'm married to the handsome Charlie Goodman. We have two daughters, Lexi, who is eight, and Charlie Reese, who will be six next month. Charlie and I started attending Awaken at Bayho campus in October 2014. And I remember it was one of our first Sundays, and the Fullers had come up to us asking if we'd like to join their connect group. 
And if you know the Fullers, they are just so friendly and make you feel right at home. And because we were so new and someone who thrives on community, saying yes was easy. It was a great way to establish new friendships and to meet like-minded people. We got to meet some powerhouse couples like the Max, who I don't think are here. Even the Allens, I don't know if you guys are here. So many people. And the Fuller's like true awakened fashion were just so hospitable, so welcoming. They were so fun, and they had such a gift at creating this warm and safe space for people to come and share their hearts and receive prayer and meet other amazing people who love Jesus. And we had just found out that I was pregnant with Lexi, and this was after we had miscarried a year prior. So um, it was really amazing just being in this atmosphere full of people who came and loved around, loved on us, and down on my, oh, down further, oh, okay, is this better? Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> getting two mixed things, okay, um, but yes, it was so beautiful just being in this atmosphere, people get to come and love on us and pray with us through this pregnancy, and as my belly started to grow, I met someone at church, her name was Marissa McRory, she also had this baby bump, and she had come up to me and asked if I'd want to join her mom's connect group, and um, it was in this connect group that I got to learn so much about motherhood alongside some of the most amazing and anointed and beautiful and wise women. It was such a huge lifeline for me as a first-time mom. We learned about how to parent according to God's word. We did book studies together. We had the best guest speakers come and share around marriage and parenthood. We laughed. We cried. We probably drank way too much coffee. But our babies grew up to be toddlers, and still to this day, they're still friends growing up together. We even had John Soriano as our babysitter for a season. He was amazing. <laughs> the kiddos loved him. But it was here that I met some of my closest friends, women that I call when I need prayer, women who encourage and empower me to live out my purpose and give me the courage to say yes when I'm stepping into new territory and I'm being stretched, women I vacation with, women that we do cherished many slumber parties with, and even still to this day, setting up playdates with eight plus years later. It was here, um, because I said yes, I met a tribe of beautiful women, and the title of my message today is, Find Your Tribe. In the book of Exodus, chapter 17, I'm going to paraphrase, but Amalek, descendants of Esau, came to fight against the Israelites. So Joshua and Simeon went to fight against Amalek. And while he did that, Moses, with the staff of God, went up to the hillside with Aaron and Hur. And every time Moses would raise his hand, the Israelites would defeat Amalek. And every time he lowered it due to fatigue, then Amalek would prevail. Moses was growing tired. He was growing weary. But the other men came around him, grabbed a stone, set it under him for him to sit on. They each grabbed one of uh, Moses' hands, Aaron on one side, her on the other. Moses raised his hand, and Joshua defeated Amalek. Woohoo! But what's interesting about this story is even Moses, who was a man of God, who had this intimate and personal relationship with the Lord, even he needed other men to come alongside him and lift him up when he, because he was growing weary. Who are those men and women in your life who will come alongside you and lift you up when you don't have the strength to do it? Who are those people who will come alongside you and help you fight those battles? 
as our Moms Connect group started to grow, Marissa became the Connect coach, and she was raising up new Connect leaders. And she had asked Pastor Jenny and I if we would launch a new Moms Connect group. And at the time, this was a scary yes for me. It was a big stretch, but I did it scared with my bestie. And we got to meet and pray with and link arms with other amazing mamas. We experienced so much breakthrough, so much healing, and so much growth in this connect group. So throughout the five years at Baboa campus, we attended several different connect groups. And it was the tribe of people who came around us and prayed for us, believing with us that we would find our first home. And we bought our first miracle home down in Otay Ranch. God answered that prayer. Thank you, Jesus. And this was in February of 2020. So here we are living in a new area, attending a new Awakened campus. Mind you, it's 2020. The world's gone a little cray-cray. Places are shutting down. We're told not to congregate. My husband's getting ready to leave for deployment. I'm becoming a homeschool mom for the very first time. Again, being someone who thrives on community, I needed my errands. I needed my hers. So because I allowed myself once again to be vulnerable and put myself out there, I was able to meet and link up with some other amazing people down at Eastlake campus who have largely impacted and influenced my life. And I was able to launch and lead and coach several different connect groups there. And it was at the end of 2020, our campus pastors had asked us to become the connect directors of Eastlake campus. Again, at the time, this was another big and scary stretch. My husband was still deployed, but thank God who people sends in your life that see the gold in you, who want to unlock the gifts that God has placed in you and aren't afraid to push you a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Amen. Proverbs 13:20 says, "He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed." Proverbs 18, verse 1, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. Ew. Proverbs 7, 27, 17, last one, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the continence of his friends. You guys, words of the wise, don't isolate yourself. Surround yourself with other wise men and women, and you will be sharpened, and you will grow from interaction with one another. A few years after buying our first home, we sold that home, and we bought our second miracle home up in Escondido, which landed us here at Bayhill Campus with all of you beautiful people. My journey throughout Connect has unlocked so many things in my life that I would have never have dreamt or imagined. I have grown in so many unexpected ways. It's given me courage to step into the unknown. It's given me a sisterhood I didn't know was possible. It's led me to lead and grow an entire ministry with my amazing husband and to live out God's purpose for my life. You never know what's on the other side of your yes. When you say yes to join that connect or to lead a connect group of your own, People need to hear your personal testimony, your revelation knowledge. God may have a word to speak through you to someone else. Second Corinthians says, praise God, the father of compassion and comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we may comfort those in trouble with the same comfort we ourselves receive from God. Sometimes saying yes isn't always about us, but how we may bless and comfort others. Speaking of comfort, this is so outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> Whenever I get asked to speak on stage, I literally want to run the other way. 
But when you say yes to God, when you say yes to that invite to join a connect, when you say yes to becoming connect leader, when you surround yourselves with other believers who believe in you sometimes more than you believe in yourself, you find yourself with God in that stretch saying yes to bigger and greater things with a tribe of people praying and cheering you on along the way. Awaken Bayho. Let's not do life alone. Find your tribe. Find your errands. Do it scared. Let them into the messy places of your heart and just wait and see what God will do in and through your lives. Amen. Amen. Let's give it up for John Soriano. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Let's give it up one more time for Nicole and Pastor Deshaun. Come on. Come on, I heard that it was Pastor Jeff that made me go after Nicole. Like, I don't know why you would do that. That's, it's hard to follow that up. Pastor Jeff, I don't know what I did to you. But uh, guys, connect. I love connect groups. So uh, fun fact, uh, when I did the internship in 2016, I was actually in the connect ministry. I got to work with Pastor Drew Davies. He was the connect pastor. And I got to overlook all of connect back back in 2016 when we were just two campuses and so awesome to see us grown to now six here in San Diego and beyond and connect group is really where a lot of the breakthrough happens I'm going to share about the breakthrough that happened in my life when I started going to connect group and also the breakthrough that I have gone to experience through other lives uh, you know I, I I do believe that where you find true joy is in helping others uh, find the God-given purpose in their lives and so uh, you know when you look at the word connect the word connect means to feel close to someone or have a good relationship with them. And when you connect with enough people, eventually you get what's called a community. Okay, And the word community, I got this actually from my, my good friend Jake Ransom. Who loves Jake Ransom? I love Jake Ransom. He's an amazing man. Get to know him. Get to know him. But he broke down community into a common unity. Okay, that's all this. Community is people with a common unity. Okay, and when you get in connect groups, you get around people who have a common unity where they want to go to the next level in life. They unconditionally love Jesus Christ. They unconditionally love people. They unconditionally love you. They, they meet you where you're at, but they love you too much to leave you there. When you get around those people, it is impossible to not grow. It's impossible to not unlock the purpose that God has in your life because God has created you for a purpose. So the title of my message is actually called Small Beginnings. Small Beginnings. There is power in a small beginning. Jesus often spoke in parables, and he often used a lot of farming uh, analogies, and he would talk a lot about sowing and reaping. When you look at any plant, when you look at any fruit, it always starts as a seed. You and I once were a seed that was invisible to the eye, and now we are who we are today. And so in God's kingdom, you'll discover that the greatest things usually start small. And some of us come in here expecting something big to happen right away. They want to they come here one time or go to connect group one time and expect their whole lives to change. But And listen, God can do that. Can he do that? Of course he can. However, I've discovered that there is power in small beginning. So I want to share with you this photo up, the first photo, if we can get it up. Guys, right here, this first photo, this is my first ever connect group. And three, there it is, my first ever connect group. This is September of 2015, almost a decade ago, and I am the guy in a Blue's Clues outfit, all right, 
this is before I met my beautiful wife. Babe, I don't know what I was thinking with that fashion statement. I'm right there in the middle. I'm literally wearing a blue, that's a blue clue shirt. I don't know why I ever thought that was appropriate to wear, but apparently it did. All right. And uh, guys, this is my first Connect group. I think um, we actually broke a record that day. We had 67 people at Connect group. I think Mike Jang, he was trying to break a record of the most amount of people that ever showed up at Connect group. They are not this big, okay, for the, for the record. They're actually a lot smaller because uh, there's power in small, intimate groups. But we went for the record. We broke it. To my knowledge, I don't think anyone's ever had a Connect group with 67 people or more. There we go. That's all. All right. So listen, a decade later, we still hold the record for the most amount of people in one connect group. But listen, if you look at me, so if you, if you look at me right there, you'll see that I'm smiling. And this is uh, almost a decade ago. But really, if you knew me, I was struggling with a lot of things. During that time, I had a grippling pornography addiction. I could not go to sleep unless I looked at porn. That's how bad it was. I started watching porn at 12 years old, and I thought it was normal for a very, very long time until I entered this house, until, I, until that sin got exposed and realized that there's actually more for me on the other side of pornography. I was struggling with a scarcity mindset. I believed that you had to be born into wealth. I didn't really believe that you could become wealthy. I thought that either you were born into wealth or you weren't, and that was it. And then if you weren't born into it, well, hey, you got to figure it out off of Pop-Tarts and uh, uh, Arizona's iced tea, right, Pastor Sean? All right. I was struggling with insecurities, okay? I didn't, I didn't think highly of myself. I, I didn't think I was really destined uh, for a lot. I objectified women, right? I saw women more as objects, right, because of my pornography addiction. And that led to a lot of dysfunction in relationships. I never, I never got to build a deep relationship with a woman because I thought they were just objects. I also lacked purpose in my life. I didn't really have purpose. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was actually afraid. Uh, it was actually the light. It was the goodness in me that scared me more that, than the bad. And I didn't think that I was, I was destined for anything great. I didn't know how to be a real friend. I didn't. I didn't know what being a real friend meant, okay? And, and being a real friend is actually a very valuable skill set that can take you far in life and add a lot of quality in your life. But I didn't know how to be a real friend. I had this kind of doggy uh, kind of mentality where I'm like, hey, I'm going to look out for me, and I'm only going to be friends with you if it interests me. But the moment it doesn't, then, then you're out. And, uh, but, but the biggest thing is I had trauma from my childhood, okay? I carried trauma when I was 11 years old. I was, I was molested by my uncle, and I carried that with me. I never really processed it with anybody. However, through the power of God, through the power of Jesus Christ, because of Connect Group, because of leaders like Mike Jang, right there, the guy in the white that you see kind of in the center, he was my Connect Group leader. Because of leaders like him, because of leaders like Jeffrey Cube, you guys know him, and Alex Klott, I was able to get rid of all those things so that I could ultimately step into my God-given purpose. And so Connect Groups have the ability to radically transform your lives. You're going to discover people who will love you where you're at, but they love you too much to keep you there. And I'm grateful that I had friends who loved me where I was at, but they also loved me too much to not keep me there. They saw more for me. They drew out gold in me that I didn't even know I had. And my second point is that it's not good for us to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. In Genesis 2.18, it says, And the Lord God said, it is not good the man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Adam got to walk in the very presence of God. He got to see him day and night. And even then, God's like, man, 
he needs a companion. He needs someone that he can talk to. He needs a peer. He needs someone that can relate uh, to his humanity. And so there's power in getting around other people. Um, years after I was able to work through my own ish, through my connect group, I got blessed to lead my own uh, men's connect group. If we can put the next photo up. This is my first ever men's connect group in September of 2017. And look, there is such joy found when you see lives transform. I didn't know it then, but I didn't know that some of these people that you see up here are now some of the most amazing leaders in Awaken. If you look here, you see Jake Lehman. He now uh, helps run uh, Boise with Pastor Colin and Melissa Higginbottom. He is an absolute legend in the marketplace. You see Ryan Lotz, my boy Ryan Lotz. I think he's here today, but now he crushes it in the film team. You also see Estes. He's over at Balboa. Nicholas Kopenbarger. You see uh, Jeff Q. You see Nick Nolan. Nick, where you at? There he is. Now married to the love of his life. Come on. And you see John Sanchez in the back there. John here, he's probably serving in, in kids right now. I remember when John came to the Connect group, he was so quiet, so reserved, didn't really want to talk to anybody. Um, but seeing, this is six years ago, six, seven, seven years ago, guys, uh, guys, seeing these guys now just operating at a high level, I'm telling you, it will bring so much joy. But it was small beginnings back then, like literally, right, in my in my apartment, Nick will remember, I had like no furniture, right, Nick, we met, we met, like literally, there's no furniture, guys, like that was my apartment, and uh, we had no furniture, but you know what, it didn't stop us from meeting, talking about God, talking about the real ish going on in our lives, and you know, we have, we have been transformed by it. Um, the next photo, the next photo, I want to share uh, another special one, the next photo, um, in my connect group, we got, if you look at, uh, by the way, I'm right there in the center, I know I look way young. I don't have a beard, all right? I look like 15 right there. But on the right, you'll see a man by the name of Christian Waples. And I remember Christian Waples, we met for the first time in the foyer after a 5 p.m. service. Shout out to the Sunday 5 p.m. service. Let's bring them back. Let's bring them back. Pastor John, they were pretty lit. All right, I missed them. But so I met him at the 5 p.m. service, and I remember we exchanged eyes, exchanged eyes, and both of us were like, hey, you want to hang out pretty much? And, and we did, and we, got, we went to Blaze Pizza. I invited him to my connect group, and he came. And seeing the impact that he's had in the kingdom of God has been amazing. If you haven't seen Hero, haven't seen Twisted, Christian Waples is one of the most talented, creative minds in the world. But what's crazy is here he is at our connect group almost seven years ago. And there is joy. I've discovered that one of the greatest joys in life is helping others get their lives unlocked. And you can do that through a connect group, right? You don't have to hold necessarily the title of connect group leader to do that, right? You can just go and, and, and mentor other men and women there. And you'll be surprised where they're going to be five, seven, ten years on the road. And as I wrap up, I want to I close on this story. One of my most special stories uh, in the about four years, I got to be a Connect Group leader. And that is by, the, the story is um, by a, a man of, uh, his name is Mitch Arce, right? If you guys know Mitch, uh, he's now in Boise. Uh, he's, now, he's now over at the Boise campus. And I remember he came to my Connect Group. And when we broke for prayer, we're about to start praying. And he stops us and he's like, hey, guys, I, I don't know how to pray. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I grew up in a Catholic church and. We really were never taught how to pray. And so we all decided to kind of pause and give him a crash course into prayer. And I say, hey, Mitch, do you have any, like, nephews or nieces that are young? He's like, yeah. He's like, because he, he was so wrapped up in the words. He was like, I don't know. Like, what do I say? What do I say? He, he, was, he was in here. 
But we all know that God doesn't look at what's in here. He looks at what's in here. He looks at what's in the heart, right? That, that is what our, our God looks at. And so I'm like, hey, do you have any nieces or nephews? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I have like a, a two-year-old uh, niece. He's like, okay, well, let me ask you this. When you see her try and talk to you, even if she's not making any sense, do you condemn her for that? And he's like, of course not. He's like, aren't you just happy that she's at least trying to communicate to you? He's like, yeah. It's like, that's how our God is. It's not about the words. It's not about what you say. It's about the heart posture behind it. It's about this wanting to want to connect with him. And even if what you're saying doesn't make sense, because I'm sure we've all heard some pretty uh, outrageous prayers over the years, right? If, if your heart posture is, I just want to connect with God. I just want God to hear me. That's what God looks at. And so we led him into his first prayer, right? It wasn't the best one, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The words don't matter. The words don't matter. But seeing him now be a prayer warrior, Seven years later, seeing him now be one of the leaders at Boise, Idaho, has been just such an amazing thing. And I remember, I remember that first prayer. And so my third and final point is that, you know, through a connect group, <clears throat> through a connect group, we're able to enter into fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And that is the greatest fellowship you'll ever have. Yes, having fellowship with another brother or sister is amazing and great. But fellowship with the Holy Spirit will also transform your lives. And so I want to offer everyone the same invitation that we gave Mitch Arce that, that day many, many years ago. And remember that God doesn't necessarily care about your words. He cares more about what's in the heart, about your heart posture towards him, that you want to connect with him, that you want him in your life. God is such a gentleman. He'll never force himself on us. He never forced us to do anything that he wouldn't do himself. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, to bled his shut, uh, bled, uh, shed his blood for us so that you and I could have freedom. And so if everyone can close their eyes, I want to invite you into fellowship with the Holy Spirit, into fellowship with Jesus Christ. And whether it's your first time or your 100th time, it doesn't matter. Listen, the first two years I came here, I raised my hand almost every service. I was crying almost every service because I really needed God. I still need him to this day. And so in a few moments, I'm going to invite you into a relationship with Jesus Christ, into a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. And Jesus wants to live in you. In the Old Testament days, the only way we could have fellowship with God was by going into the holies of holies, into this room that only the high priests were allowed. But we live in the New Testament era to where we can have relationship with God today in us. Emmanuel means God with us. And so on the count of three, if you want to enter into a relationship with God, whether it's your first time or your hundredth time, it doesn't matter. I'm going to lead you into a prayer. So on the count of three, if that's you, raise your hand. One, two, three. Many hands going up, many hands going up. God is so good. God loves you. I know there's probably a few more. God's tugging on your heart. God is saying, I love you, son. I love you, daughter. I want to be in fellowship with you. If everyone can stand up. We're all going to do this prayer together, and especially those that raise their hand. Everyone repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. Forgive me my sins and wash me with your blood. I believe you died for me 
and on the third day you rose again. I believe that my sins are forgiven. I'm born again. I'm saved. I'm a child of God. I'm free from the power of sin so that I can serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.